All right. Hello, everyone. Thanks for hanging out. Um, what's up, Bjorn? What's up? Uh, who was it with the Hafenzinger? Zemrock? We had a discussion. What a Hafenzinger even. I don't even, like, how, like, where's that even coming from? I have no idea. So if you have, like, a cultural explanation for that, uh, put it in chat, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, today's guests, two special guests, um, CCP Convict and CCP Swift. Um, so Convict became a dev, I think, around a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit more, maybe two years. Uh, no, it's somewhere in between those two. I started in August in 2019. Oh, there you go. Um, and you have been playing, uh, your character name is kind of public knowledge, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. All right, so... And so Convict has been playing on the character called Bam Stroker for a long time. You have been in it for like a short period of time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I did join in it for, uh, I was in the undergrad, uh, sorry, the, the undergrads, the graduates uh, for a few months uh, after, at the beginning of 2020 after we changed the policy about being public on your player characters. Um, so yeah, I joined there for a few months and I went on quite a few of your, your Kiki fleets. Um, Chasing after oracles through drift wormholes, they were a lot of fun. Um, I did I did drop out of Init though, to because when the invasion started, I really wanted to explore that content a lot and take my main uh, through it. So I, uh, I dropped out of the initiative so I could roll over and do that instead. But I had fun there. You know what? I always um, I always wanted to give devs um, like a little bit more insight than just joining the fleet. I always wanted like to take someone on the whole journey, like. How is the prep going down? Like, how do you find the targets? Like, how many people are actually involved in the background? Right? We've guy, uh, we've got guys like mapping, uh, like bookmarking wormholes, then mapping, then someone has to loot the stuff too, and like all those kind of little things, right? Like the whole teamwork. Uh, and I kind of, I think, when I found out uh, you weren't in it, it was already shortly after you were already leaving. Um, so oh, I never got right. the chance to. Uh, to drag you in or get you to work, right? That would be funny too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 funny because there are there are obviously quite a few people at CCP who have long careers playing Eve Online and at various levels as well. But even then, um, if you might have just been a line member or sort of like a low level FC or something like that, and not had the exposure to sort of you know sort of grander mechanics that go beyond um, planning ops where you're slinging hundreds of nerds around space. So um, probably would have been valuable, valuable experience for me. How much of it actually would have been practically translatable to you know, the work that we do is kind of specious since I work in community. You probably want to try and rope in a game designer on the slide and get them to come and write shotgun with you. Maybe we, uh, maybe we organize a ride along, you know, how they get like a politician or a journalist to ride in the back of an ambulance or a police yeah. car or something for a night. It's like we, we embed a dev with an FC and it's like you go where he goes, you, you know, you go through everything he does. So um, that, just... that could be be a thing yeah you just recruit some uh, some uh, game designer uh, or even i mean a designer or a um like a more technical guy right yeah. uh, and then you recruit them for me and then they can just work for me you know they can just map wormholes all day and, and know what it is like then like right, they, we'll they get the full experience <laughs> on monday when i get back to the office i'll try and get everyone at ccp to join the initiative that might be Hey, no one want us. I got to fly with Panda. I, I need, I need no good active people. Um, 
So you have been playing Bam Stroker for like around 13 years. Um, but also uh, community-wise, you have been uh, more involved because of the Eve Down Under thing, right? Yep. You have yep. been very involved in that. Um, yep. And then we have Swift, who obviously most people already know as uh, Elise Randolph. And by the way, sorry guys, it's not their cams. You know, it's just Discord. I don't know why people get pixelated here. Uh, sometimes it just happens. It happened to me once before on talking at stations, actually. Well, uh, Elise Randolph is probably well known for too, because he uh, he has been a co-host there for like years, right? Like how long? I don't even. Yeah, I think I think close to three years. To maybe I don't know. Time kind of does blend together. Someone linked on on Twitter like uh, a picture of FanFest from four years ago. I could have sworn it was like about two years ago. So I don't know. I don't know how long I've been doing anything really at this point. Well, everyone kind of lost a year, right? Like one one year is like it's just passed by and nobody noticed anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, I got to to sit at home and play E for a full year. So it was very different from my other years where I sit. <laughs> I think the most depressing thing was realizing that you're like just as productive at work while also playing Eve as you are sitting at work for eight hours. What have I done with my life? You know, and I was joking today, like my, my commute's a lot better too. It's like the most dangerous thing on my way to work today is like stepping on a piece of Lego. Yep. Well, that is kind of scary though. <laughs> You're right, actually. Um, but yeah, Elise, you have been very involved, uh, obviously with... Um, with talking in stations. Um, so it kind of was a natural transition for both of you guys, right? From like, you were already working with the community pretty much. And then you just got the name tag, right? Like CCP, boom, now it's official kinda, right? So it must've come, like it must've been like a fairly easy transition for you guys. Um, but like maybe you you want to talk about that like how how was the trend like how is it if you if you switch like what happens right? Uh, well, do you want to go first on this one? I'll let you go first because my okay. answer is going to be pretty pretty weird. We're going like chronological chronological order of joining or something like that. Um, yeah, without wanting to sound too presumptuous, it, it, it was after I think the second or third year down under that I've been involved in running where it actually kind of started to occurred to me that like oh, I'm actually I actually I, I'm actually enjoying this and I kind of feel like I'm okay at it you know maybe it's not crazy for me to entertain the thought of one day working at CCP you know and obviously the community um, team seemed like the most logical fit for me because that's what I was working on at the time and it was just a matter of waiting for the correct opportunity to come up this is actually this job now I've got at CCP is actually the third job that I applied for at CCP and the second one that I got the, the first one that I actually got was I was offered the community developer job for eValkyrie, uh, like back in like 2015 or something. But due to some issues with immigration to the UK and everything, that didn't work out, you know, maybe maybe for the best. But um, then there was a, 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 I had a pitch for a marketing job where I was probably playing out of position anyway and I didn't get very far in the interview process. But then when, um, and, and unfortunately it's because when um, CCP Guard left, that opened up a position on the community team. So I pitched for that. And uh, I was fortunate enough to get that job then. Um, insofar as um, sort of sliding in, you know, and like how, how easy the transition was, 
Um, it, it was fairly smooth given like my extensive history with CCP at that time, given that I knew so many folks at the company already, so many people who was just glad to see me around, you know, that helps a lot. And I will say I was surprised even for the folks that I didn't know quite so well. From the very, very first day, I, I felt like I was getting so much just deference from the people that worked there, like uh, within hours, you know, like people were sort of, uh, people were asking me for my opinion on things and I, I didn't expect that at all, you know. Um, and I, I tried to, you know, offer it back where I could and be constructive, but I thought that there would be a period of time before people thought, oh, this guy is Build some probably going to be okay. But they were straight away, it's like, oh, we're so glad you're here. Sit down. Tell us what you think about this, you know, that kind of thing. So that felt really, really good. And it's just sort of gotten more natural since then as I've gotten more familiar with the processes and understanding the the, the arrangement of the organization so that now I know, if I have a thing I need to talk to someone about, now I know who the person is that I need to go and talk to her about. Whereas it takes a few months for you to sort of like, where do I start with this? Who's responsible for this particular thing? And then you have to like follow this little you know, choose your own adventure around the building until you get to the person that you want. That's just the nature of things like this. That's what I was about to say, actually, um, when Elise uh, was about to say, I was about to jump in and say, like, actually, your transition is probably still ongoing, right? Especially since you you didn't move to Iceland yet, like, you know, during yeah, the pandemic, oh, weird like, timing you picked there. Are you, uh, are you moving to Iceland? Yeah, I will. Eventually, I will. As soon as the, the visa stuff gets sorted, like the department... Uh, of labor in Iceland, since I'm not like a uh, an EU citizen either, I'm, I'm from the US, so they have to go through like a different set of steps. Um, and that set of steps has like given me just tons of grief where it sh like, it doesn't necessarily have to. Uh, one of the steps is like, I had to get my finger, my fingerprints taken, uh, just to run through like APHIS and uh, like different federal databases to make sure I'm not some sort of criminal. Uh, and as I was getting, just like, the person agent. was like rubbing my fingers over and I was like, oh shit, man, what if I'm like an accidental jewel thief? Like not an actual jewel thief, but let, what if like the one time I went into a bank, like three days later, like it got robbed and now I'm like a weird person of interest. So I just have like these weird, like insane thoughts go through my head uh, about the whole thing because I'm like, oh shit. I just started, what if like, what if this fails or what if that What if fails? I have an identical twin that I never knew about who's a murderer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it sounds like so, so dumb to think about and so outlandish. But like in that moment where you're getting your fingerprints taken, you're like, shit, what if like, what if like I moved my finger and it smudges to like some serial killer too? Like then I'm going to get arrested instead of work at CCP. Like, oh, this is just uh, going to be a disaster. But yeah, so far I'm in like week three, so I'm still very much like trying to figure things out. Um, I'm not sure exactly what I can do and what I can't do, and I'm not sure exactly how things are changing. Um, luckily, with the the way that CCB changed like player characters, uh, my mains are on ice for, or my accounts are all on ice for, I think another two months, um, and then I'm free to play as Elise again, which I'm going to do. So people have asked, are you like going to keep that character? Are you going to like put it through witness protection program or something? I'm like, no, I'll keep it the same. Like, I'll just do the same dumb shit I was doing before. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not like I was doing anything huge before anyways. Yeah, I mean, you mostly did like small scale stuff uh, the last two years or something, right? Like you yeah, were involved I... to a degree always. I think you were probably always like a voice, maybe a... Um... Uh, in a more um, 
what do you call it? Like you, you probably gave suggestions for the for the other guys, like what could we do and like stuff like this, right? You know, just like this, like small like Discord channels where people throw around ideas. You probably were always involved in some to some degree there. But I could be the like the, the sage old man on the top of the hill who like no one actually <laughs> listens to, but like if he sounds if he says it in a certain way, it sounds like it might be deep, but not. But your focus was more like you enjoyed more small scale stuff lately. So I think like switching to CCP or like switching like uh joining CCP it doesn't get in the way of that, right? I think it would probably be a problem to FC for a group. Like that's a leadership role, right? And that's kind of where the line is drawn, if I'm not mistaken, right? You can't have any leadership role in any group. I think, is that correct? I think it's become a little bit more generous than that. So you could hypothetically be an FC, for example, but you may be maybe not high command or uh, you know, uh uh, in a, in an influential position. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of dicey, man, because on the one hand, it's super valuable for us to have that experience and that exposure, and but it, there's, it, despite the assurances that we we want to be on the level, if there's an opportunity for you know somebody to sort of like throw that in the other guy's face to to say, hey, no, you won because dev hacks or you know something like that. That's unfortunately that's a spectre that we've always got to have to live with. But I think think we've kind of arrived at the point now where we feel like okay we might take a few um a few you know uh, hits in that respect from from people in terms of, of those kinds of remarks but overall it's a net positive for us to be able to do this and do this and have these experiences in terms of like development and things like that you know what you say that the first thing i thought of was uh m2 server caps <laughs> yeah yeah see uh like when it comes to like dev hacks and stuff like this, I think um, times have changed a lot um, from like, let's say 10 years ago, people would be really um, paranoid about this kind of stuff. But by now, I think um, people have learned. Uh, I'm not sure if even if the community has learned. I think CCP has changed in a way too, um, that people are not too concerned about this kind of stuff happening. Um like especially when it comes to like death hacks or like some fishy like isk kind of stuff going on i mean people are still paranoid right? i've i've noticed that uh, certainly <laughs> yeah yeah but there's always you know. going to be a few there's always going to be someone who mentions t20 on a, in a reddit thread or a forum post or something like that even though that was like um 14 years ago now you know and and the only incidents that are like that of something like that ever occurring as well you know but people still evoke it right now just to sort of like raise the specter of suspicion about some sort of developer malfeasance or something. Unfortunately, it's just not going to wash out. But all we can do is just sort of like keep pressing on and doing the things that we think are going to be most productive uh, for us when it comes to how we engage with the, with the game. I bet some people just enjoy uh, thinking about these things. Uh, oh, sure. It is very Eve, if you think about it, right? It is very Eve, so, uh, you know. So some some people that might just be content for them. But yeah, I, I think in general the before, trust is there. Even before like the T twenty incident, like people were still like, oh, this alliance. There were like rumors like, oh, this alliance is all CCP. That's why they've got like all these titans and stuff, or all these like uh, Tech two guns on their battleships. Like they have to be. There's there's something wrong here. I remember uh, people used to talk about that about uh, AAA because back in the day AAA were like. The cream of the crop PVP alliances. Um, not to 
not to poo poo on them now, but like back in the day, they were they were like as high as you could go, and everyone was like, oh, they must be like CCPers. They must get inside information somehow. So I think you're right. It just it's always going to be somewhere in the back of people's minds. So like with the with the devs playing, you know, in the different alliances and stuff. What's the uh, so what's the difference other than getting headshot constantly? Um, and I guess, Elise, this is something that you're going to have to uh, get used to more now. I'm sure you already had to deal with it, you know, um, a little bit before. But what's, I mean, what's like the biggest difference between playing EVE as a dev versus when you were playing EVE just as a player? Uh, Elise, uh, sorry, excuse me, CCP Swift is still waiting to get his characters back. So. Um from from my standpoint it wasn't uh maybe i just maybe i just thought too much of myself but i haven't actually noticed too great a shift in terms of people like recognizing uh even though my 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 player my main player character uh was fairly well known in certain circles certainly not as famous as as elise randolph you know for example so i think i think his experience is probably going to be a lot different than mine i don't tend to get headshot too much or singled out uh, but at most, it's it's people in local sort of like, hey, waving to me as I sort of fly through and having a chat. But honestly, three quarters of them probably just still think it's don't even make the con aren't even aware of the connection now. You know, uh, they're just like, hey, bam, how's it going, dude? I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I mean, it's super humbling whenever I get like, uh, whenever I like publicly go out anywhere and like show up on, let's say, the industry like dev blog uh, presentation that we did on CCB TV like last week. There was like. A good portion of the chat were like, hey, that, that's Elise. I know that guy. And then the rest, a lot of people, like a ton of people in the chat were like, Elise, who's that? Like, is that name supposed to be significant to me? So like, no matter how big you think you are, it's like incredibly humbling because 90% of the people don't give a shit. <laughs> it's a playstyle thing, right? I think yeah. all the Nulsek players, like it's certainly all FCs. Uh, know each other to a degree, right? So they like all FCs are very aware of like Elise Randolph, all right, uh, a Shadow, like those old legends, even right? People like just remember those names. But like if you if you're not involved in FCing all that much and you don't have to be like you don't have to call out that that one guy to get headshot, <laughs> you don't like why would you care, right? It's like uh, it's just like a little bit more of a hardcore nerd, uh, and that's it, right? So uh, Wispus has a question. Hi, Wispus, by the way. Um, what issues do you want to kind of be able to influence the most with your new job? So I'm still like very much trying to figure out where I like what I can manipulate or not manipulate. It's a terrible word, but what I can <laughs> like influence. There you go. Uh, manipulate. What, like, what areas I can steer a little bit um, and what sort of advice I can give to people or it's not really, it's not like I'm going to go into the team towels and be like, Hey guys, you should change this, this and this. They wouldn't care. But what I really like to do is being able to like connect people like, Oh, devs, like you're, you're trying to do this cool thing that your project that you're working on. Can you talk to, can I like show you this thing that someone in the community wrote up or can I point you in this direction? Or can I have you guys watch this uh, section of a podcast where they were talking about this? Um, so that's what I'm kind of hoping to do, which is what already gets done a ton of. Um, I was 
frankly, like really floored when I first like got access or began getting access to things um, at CCP, just the amount of research and the amount of effort that goes into a lot of details. You got to uh, get it right. <laughs> like it's absolutely insane how much work goes into these things. It's not just like people flippantly making decisions. Like I know a lot of players, even like seasoned players are like, oh, CCP, they, they don't know what they're doing. They're just like in this little box doing things. Uh, and then out comes like this product and they give us this product and we work with it. But no, there's a ton of input uh, specifically from the community that, that goes into so much of this. Um, like it's curated by the community team, which is something that you never see. Like you see like CCB Convict there and myself like hopping onto these uh, podcasts, which is the coolest part ever. But you don't see like the other 10 hours a day where they're like, oh, this guy said this, put this over here. Um, you know, and just like connecting people. So when you talk about like um, different platforms and stuff that you use for input, what is your favorite and least favorite platforms that you go to to find information? That is a horrible loaded question. And <laughs> I have no idea what you're going to say for your least favorite. Nobody has so. any clue what's going to be the least favorite. Like I'm going to give you like a sickeningly like diplomatic answer, and that is that um, the various platforms that we tend to tap into for most of our feedback, I would say, uh, would be like the, the official forums, Tweetly on Twitter, Reddit, and um, uh, Twitch. Uh, a fourth one, I'm forgetting one. Oh yeah, do yeah, Twitch is really useful as well, uh, and we, and and maybe we like we all farm comments from Facebook and things like that. Uh, my opinion, the one I won't say most favorite or least favorite, but it, I think in terms of utility that we get from them, I'd say probably Facebook is the least useful source of information because um, that the way Facebook works is it doesn't really have an, an, an audience who is there to look at Eve stuff. They're on Facebook, doom, doom scrolling, whatever, and the Eve page, which they liked five years ago when they played, uh, the algorithm decides to throw a post in front of their face and they write some non sequitur comment and leave it. So it's it's not very useful to us. Um, Sounds positive. Yeah. On the, on, the, on the other end of the scale, it's sort of like I'd say that forums, Reddit and Twitter are all sort of at the same level in terms of usefulness for feedback because... Um, it's very limited. Comment. Sorry? Right. Because, I mean, I, I was sorry to interrupt, but um, <laughs> Twitter is probably just very limited, right? It is, but it's it's a good um, it's a good vox pop place where people can will in a very brief way say, "Hey, this is too, super cool," but without going into why, or "This sucks, I hate it," without going into why. But Tweetfleet's fairly tight knit and has a um, is is a, a, a fairly uh, I think mutually respectful community where the people tend to have good discussions, know each other really well from lots of player gatherings and things like that. So it's a very personal thing. Um, Reddit obviously has lots of very experienced, very seasoned veteran players. It also has a lot of people there who probably haven't played in a very long time but still have a very strong opinion. So Reddit has uh, a lot of uh, powerful opinions in it, but Reddit has a very high signal-to-noise ratio. Sometimes it's hard to figure out exactly um, uh, which, which uh, comments which have gotten support actually reflect the experience of the people who are using the product today. Um, and then uh, the last one is like the EVE Online uh, forums, which um, uh, has, I think, improved a lot since CCP Aurora. 
um, sort of like rolled up their sleeves and got stuck in there and really started to empower the ISD and rewrite their policies and things like that. And we're experimenting with new things like um, essentially like a foreign slow mode where you, you can't just like shit post continuously. You can only do one post every 15 minutes. So make it count, you know, on certain threads and things like that to trial and how that, how, how that goes to see if we can surface more useful information out of it. The official forums, I think, is sort of inhabited by this this um, gr this group of people who are between the Facebook more casual people and the more hyper focused like Reddit and Twitter type people. Um, because if you're a, an Eve player and you're like, oh, I want to, uh, uh, I you know, you sort of a semi casual to a semi professional Eve player, and you're not part of a big player group where you get dragged towards your tweet fleets and your reddits and things like that. You're just a player, bona fide player who wants to go and read and talk about the game. I think the official forums is the natural platform that you'll seek out. So that is kind of like, to me, the way I see the spectrum. And I've talked about this for ages now, so I'll shut up. And if, if um, Swift wants to no. do senses, he's welcome to. I thought it was very interesting, actually. Like, obviously, everyone kind of, the second you, like, we throw out that question, and everyone was thinking of Reddit, right? Yeah. But yeah, it makes yeah. total sense yeah. what you just yeah. said. Like, yeah. Yeah, it is the biggest third-party player community, you know, and so we absolutely, absolutely don't ignore it. I mean, my my um, my bookmark on my my browser toolbar for Reddit doesn't take me to the front page of Reddit; it takes me to the Eve subreddit, and I start Same. my, <laughs> I start my yeah, I start my Reddit yep. browser there, and then I go back and look at the front page and all my other subs and things like that. I, I should also add that, like all this waffle that I've just told you about position on social media platforms, that's sort of my personal sort of approach. Um, and other people, the company will have like differing priorities and get different things out of different platforms as they go. Maybe Elise yeah, is I mean, the uh, Facebook uh, troll. I don't know. Maybe I'll be the Facebook. Red. No, I, I, I like in the the last couple of weeks. Obviously, I've been like really diving into the to the Facebook thing. But uh, pretty much what what convicts uh, said is right on about that. Uh, it's hard to to like distinguish someone who's active and has like uh like a valid thing that they want to say versus someone that was like i played this game eight years ago and i got ganked this game sucks like it, it popped up on my feed yeah guys oh, I, it's, it's kind of similar to uh the steam uh what's it called the steam reviews can steam be reviews. amazing it oh, can be amazing i go through the steam reviews like at least once a week just to see like if there's any great meme ones like there are some I think some of the best like reviews for Eve come from uh, the Steam reviews page. Uh, for me, I'm in this like super nice honeymoon phase where people are still like, "Oh, I recognize you as a player more than a dev," so they'll just poke me on Discord if they have like a question or if they want to talk about stuff. Um, and I'm in just a bunch of Discord servers, so that's been really useful for me. Uh, no one's been like, "Hey, can you fix the game?" Uh, they've all been like super nice and respectful because they. They kind of understand where I'm coming from, or, or at least where I'm at. So they're not like, hey, you need to fix like this issue or anything. They're just like, hey, I want to talk to you about Eve. Or hey, what do you think about this? Or like, hey, what what do you like? Is there any uh, community or CCP sentiment around like this issue? Um, so that's where I'm having like a lot of fun, at least right now. And I'm probably opening myself up to like 100 DMs, but um, I don't. I don't care. Like I, I, I spend so much time on Eve anyway. I love Eve. Like that, that's why I'm doing. Uh, that's why I'm able to, to like do what I'm doing. So. How many, how many of the guys convoying you since you joined uh, CCP uh, were asking for the AT to return? 
because you're probably the, the beacon of hope when it comes to the AT. Like everyone's like, ooh, I, at least I, my because because I've done so much work with the Alliance tournament and with Ethan T. I think I probably um, like I'm sending some sort of weird vibes to the AT crowd who are super passionate and who I have a fond place in my heart for because I am one of them. I will say if like anyone is going to do anything about it, CCP Aurora has been doing insane work for that entire community. Um, like I've been like one of the first things I did. Okay. So the very first thing I did when I got access to like CCP stuff, I like looked up my name because I'm just a jerk like that. And I guess I'm a little <laughs> bit narcissistic. Well, I did. So I looked up my name and nothing, oh, just complete emptiness there's like this guy applied for uh csm csm6 so we have to have his shit on file and like that's it i was like damn it they no, deleted it before me. you got there got that no i want to <laughs> no i want to look at my name there actually you know what i did the same thing and i i i when you when you started the company i, I dug it up to troll you because one of the one of the references to my player to bam my player character that i found in like the ccp wiki was a quote the quote was Bam is undoubtedly one of the best things to have happened to the Eve community, and the quote is from you, uh, responding to um, responding to the thread I posted on Reddit when Evebet was getting shut down due to the Eula changes. And I was like, "Oh, I'm going to take that yoink. I'll keep that in my back pocket for a rainy day, just to embarrass Swift when he gets here at some point." And it was in the wiki because CCP um, <sighs> Manifest had like made a report about like the community reaction to sort of the Euler change and like had harvested that from the Reddit and threw it in there. So I thought it was hilarious. That's kind of cool. So the, the yeah. second thing I did was look at the tournament stuff. Also, I'm really glad I'm not alone in like the looking up thing. Uh, so the second thing I looked up was tournament stuff and just there's ton of stuff that Aurora has done. Um, since getting here right because I, I think a lot of people might forget that she was as a player captain she was um or as a player as a player she was a tournament captain for the brave team um so she has a lot of passion for the at as well in that format and she has worked with player groups like crazy um the event people who i was working with as a player um to get our our tournament open earlier started earlier last year um I don't remember when it was anymore. Uh, and also with the Anger Games people, like setting up Thunderdome was dead before she like got here and she was able to like bring it back to life. And it is a labor of love to say the least. So um, if anyone's going to do it, it'll probably be her, but I'd love to help if that's in the lines. Obviously I'm a super new here. I can't promise it. I, I don't want this to be like the first uh, foot in my mouth statement I make, but I don't. I like it as a as a person. I like it. If that means anything to you guys, great. If not, like I can't promise anything. But there, you, there you have that. Well, so when we had um, CCP Rise on, um, I asked him like, what are the chances for AT to return? He kind of said very very slim, because I think the the tag you guys um um or the direction you guys are going is more like enabling the community to make tournament stuff so it's um you know out of your hands a little bit um so i wasn't i wasn't quite fair to ask you i guess i put you on the spot so just in case anyone wonders but that's that's kind of direction uh, this is going 
Yeah, I mean, the the community does an, an incredible job, like putting on tournaments. Um, I think the even like when the alliance tournament was a thing, the community did like eighty percent of the work there. The only thing that they weren't uh, doing was being refs because that was like a conflict of interest. Um, and also like there are other reasons for it, but when uh, the Even T Alliance Open was on Thunderdome, the community did all of the work and like poor CCP Aurora. <laughs> and I think two other CCPers were there just in case stuff broke. Um, and for the anger games, I know the anger games is like all community driven as well. Uh, they're putting these things together. Uh, obviously there are things that they can't do such as like prizes. Uh, I know CCP helped out with some skins for the Eden Com ships that are actually super cool. I, I don't want to like uh, be a shill for for CCP as soon as I get here, but the the skins for the Eden Com ships, uh, like I think they're called the Victory skins. They're like gold and white and just super fancy looking, and I want one really badly. <laughs> um, now that you said skins, right? Maybe we should also talk about the uh, partner program because like. For those who are not aware, um, I can probably give like a super kind of general rundown what the partner program is like. So, um, certain a certain size. I don't know how to f like how to even say it. Like certain um, yeah, certain sized streamers or other content creators um about eve content uh have been invited to the partner program from eve and basically um ccp is not asking for anything there was no strict rules as far as i can tell um that like you know would change anyone's content or anyone's approach to anything but you guys give out uh, a bunch of skins every month and on top of that um you plex uh, one account every month or like every three months we get a thousand five hundred plex i believe i actually i'm not giving track <laughs> but there's like sometimes there's plex appearing in my thingy so i'm uh, happy <laughs> yeah, you're all good yeah so the the partnership program uh if you're if you're an eve online content creator whether you're a streamer video maker a blogger third-party tool developer if you do anything if you if you produce a thing that the community finds value in. You're eligible to apply for partnership. I've put a link in, in Twitch chat here. We have certain criteria that each person, you know, each category has to sort of achieve in order to make it into the partnership program. Certain, uh, certain average viewers on Twitch, certain number of views on YouTube videos, a certain number of users of your app or readers of your blog or users of your website and those kinds of things. So you provide those metrics with us and we review it and we determine that, yes, you've met that criteria, you're welcomed into the partnership program. You're provided with uh, one free Amiga account, and that can be your main account or a secondary account or something like that. We also give you uh, 500 Plex per month, which you can then use to, uh, uh, you, you know, the idea behind the Plex is, is there's a few different uh, reasons for it. If you don't necessarily do this by yourself, but you do the vast majority of the work, the Plex is like a, a liquid reward that you can sort of maybe peel off and give to somebody else who supports you in some sort of a way. Or you can use it to say, for example, purchase um, skins or things like that to use as prizes and giveaways for your uh, to your users to promote the use of your product. Or you can just use it to fund your in-game activities so that if you're, for example, someone who likes to roam and you stream that, 
You don't have to spend hours and hours a month grinding for your ISK so that you can go and do the thing that the players like to watch you do. You can just sell that, get a bunch of ISK, make a shiny nightmare. That's how I saw it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I uh, saw it. Like, like don't worry about like making X to run the account. Don't worry about that part. Just do whatever you like, and apparently it works, right? So, yeah. and a yeah. bunch of dope skins for a different ship every month. And the only way that players can get their hands on them is by engaging with uh, yeah. Eve uh, partners. It was a slight little bit of controver- uh, controversy, like con- controversy, controversy, controversy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the beginning, because, um, I mean, there's one clear rule about them, which is if you, um, if you make like a raffle or whatever, everyone has to have the same chance. You can't have people who like give you money or whatever. Um, you can't give them a better chance or any of that stuff. Yeah. And then it was that- a... Yeah. I was just saying, it's just been our policy regardless of the partnership program, but but carry on. Yeah. So like, and then there was like one case where it was suddenly someone I don't I don't going to even name him um, gave out skins only if like the hype train on Twitch was coming up, and then people would interpret that that as like oh there's a paywall now this line is crossed, which is kind of I mean it's kind of ridiculous. Because everyone still has has the same chance of winning. It's just the timing of when the raffle happens, right? So I think it was legit. It might have been like, I'm not going to ask you what you think about it, right? Obviously, it would be a tricky thing for you to answer. I personally think it was a little bit of a, you know, maybe a slight dick move, but like it's legit. So, um, but then you always have that little percentage of the EVE community they, I, I feel like they want to be upset about stuff, right? Like, oh, wait a second, there's a little bit. Like, we can't, we can get them here, you know, and they jump on it. I've got to be the first to Reddit with this. This is yeah. going to be come on, go, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. It's just, it's. I think that's just human nature, though, a little bit, you know. Probably. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah, I'm. A, I lo- I love the partner program, right? Because for a long time, as a player, I was like doing this stuff, like I was like doing podcasts or doing interacting with the community in some way that took kind of like a lot of time. I did it because I liked it, but it kind of would have been nice to get something for it at the same time. Um, And there have just been a ton of like content creators and people who like write blogs or make tools or something that they do it as a labor of love. Um, And then they're just like, shit, there are only so many hours in a day. I can't I have to make my yep. ISK on my main in order to play. So like things start falling through the cracks. Um, so this is just like an easy way uh, to like reward those players, um, show them that we care. We also give them like cool perks. Hopefully I want to give like more perks to them. Like I, I think that would be cooler. I, I don't know. <laughs> sure. Don't know um, all the perks. Like. I mean, I, w- I was going to ask like, because the, Eve partner program is such a new program. Do you guys see it developing in different ways? Like, if you can't tell us anything that you're specifically like throwing around, that's fine. But I guess like, are you looking to um, shift it? Do you, you know, CCP happy with it the way that it is right now? Um, I'm just trying to scroll up to see. (laughs) I know there was a, a change recently and I forget the actual um maybe conduct knows what the actual 
thing was where uh, people in the partner program could apply for like a, essentially an ad revenue type thing. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah, done that actually. Yeah, we've we've partnered with a, like a third party uh, organization where you can register with them, and uh, it's, it's it's to do with is is the partner program exclusively, or is it referrals in general? Because it's to do with referrals uh, and and the progress of of people that who start playing Eve based, you know, and were referred to there by you. You can you can get a little a piece of the cheddar if they stick around and they start. You know, if they if they go, if they essentially if they start to to spend, if they if they um, they buy a if they buy a, if they buy a Plex or if they uh, go to Amiga and things like that. I'm not across specifics of it right now, but yes, we are trying to create opportunities where people who sort of like promote Eve act successfully uh, and get people in the door um, get a reward for for the people that they attract to the game. Because previously the rewards have been exclusively in-game sorts of things. You know, you can get Plex in your own skin. You can get some really dope skins for the Concord ships and stuff like that if you're if you're an effective recruiter. But, um, you know, uh, putting you know putting some money on the tables is, I think, an excellent reward for people as well. And I know that one came in in, I think, the beginning of March, right? So um, I can't say that, like, there's definitely more stuff coming down the line, but um, I will say, like, it's a new thing that's been iterated on and, and like added to and augmented in, in certain ways. And I don't see that, that train changing. No, I think we want to, we want to keep it. We want to keep, uh, make it persistent. We don't want the, the thing to sort of like Peter off and die on the vine or anything like that. I think uh, after our sort of like the initial rush of people who applied last November when we announced it, most of that is, a lot has been processed. Some people were accepted, some people were declined. Other people were like declined for now, but we can see that you're like right on the cusp. You know, like your only problem is that you need to have, you need to sustain these numbers for three months and you've only done it for two months. So apply again in a month and those kinds of things. Um, and on 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 our end, we're we're still a little bit fine tuning. I think our, uh, our our own internal processes for how we manage things, make sure people get their rewards on time, and those kinds of things. And it'll probably take another couple of months for us to really get a tight grip on that, so that everything's running super smooth. Uh, and it was also a little bit um, uh, there are any points of failure, like uh, if. Uh, one of us steps in front of a bus, like the rest of the community team has no idea how to handle, you know, these sorts of things anymore. So um, uh, perhaps maybe like one of us falls off a glacier or into a volcano would be a more likely scenario. It's very you know? morbid. Yeah, always, yeah, but it's a common turn of phrase. Um, but yeah, just need to build in that redundancy and make sure everyone understands uh, how everything works so they can pick up the stack with somebody else if they have to go and leave or something. All right. So you've got the Eve Partner Program, and then, you know, going through, like, the forums and the different social media and stuff, like, what else do you guys do? What do you really work on? Because, I mean, when I think of, like, the community developer team, I just think of, like, people who tweet with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> what's, like, you know, what's, what's your job description, I guess? Oh, there's the, you know, the the job description that you'd put in, like, the job advertisement, you know, which is sort of, you know, or you, you, the default answer you'd give to that question in a job interview. It's like, oh, we're, like, the point of contact between the players and the developers and we're like liaisons to, you know, um, deliver news to the players and bring feedback and, and those kinds of things. And that is legitimate. Um, our analysis, uh, so the partnership program is sort of one of the big projects that the community team handles. 
Um, CCP TV is another one. The CSM is another one. Uh, and at the moment, it's, and uh, it's sort of like each member of the team has, is kind of like carrying one of those major projects in addition to just sort of like the day-to-day things. Like so, uh, CCP Dopamine, he handles the CSM. He's also now the he's he's also uh, been promoted recently. He's now the senior community manager. Uh, and he's basically responsible for running the team, which consists of of me and CCP Swift and Aurora and CCP Flix. Um, so I'm handling CCP TV. Uh, CCP Dopamine has the CSM. CCP Aurora is uh, uh, the part, mainly mainly drive the main driver of the partnership program, and also a whole bunch of different side projects that she's working on right now, like an Eve Academy thing, which you'll, you'll, you'll hear more about soon. A bunch of new tutorials, sort of like a refresher of the Flight Academy, but with a bit more depth. Um, CCP Fleebix is sort of dealing with um, player uh, player events now that there might actually be some on the horizon this year. Um, and CCP Swift will probably find a ball to carry, um, like a, a, a particularly heavy one once he's sort of past his sort of like onboarding phase. But what are you what are you kind of like working on mostly at the moment right now? Uh, I'm glad you said what we're supposed to be doing because uh, I was taking notes in my head. <laughs> At the moment, like I'm still like super new. The fact that I'm not physically in uh, in the studios right now, or in in even in Iceland, time I, difference as well is a big one for you. Because like when we have our morning sync ups, it's like turbo turbo early for you. Yeah, I got up at five this morning just so I didn't want to miss anything, and like I, I wasn't even needed for those things, but I, I didn't want to miss it. So I was like, it's like first day of school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, well, I'm kind of just like trying to figure things out at the moment. Um, and whenever, whenever I see things that seem interesting, um, I forward it to the right people. I figured out, I figure out how to forward it to the right people. I figure out who the right people are. Um, like when the industry devlog came out, um, I was like, I listened to every talk show at least twice. Uh, everyone that was talking about it. I read every blog post about it. I read all of the forums. I read every Reddit thread I could find. Every like discussion on Facebook, I was like, I need to absorb this, um, and I like. And then you wrote a stupid report, and it was just yeah. sitting on the table. And every time someone from the company was like, "How are people reacting to this?" We could just say, "Hey, you know, like, CCP Swift's already taken care of it." Punk, there you go, and they could just like digest like you know days worth of feedback and and, and you know what the sentiment, the mood of the community was. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, I mean, you you made it sound way cooler than it, what, I, what I was intending to do. I just wanted to like have it written down somewhere just so I could uh, like see it or reference it or like I wasn't sure how useful it would even be. Uh, so I was like, oh, here, this is cool. Like, am I doing am I doing a good job, boss? Like, what, what am I <laughs> is that so, is that uh, yeah exactly like basically asking is this what you guys are asking for? But, you know, and then you figure it out on the on the job basically yeah exactly and uh, so there's there's also a, another little project i'm working on like my first like official tiny ball to carry um but i can't really talk about it yet because i don't want to screw it up um, but you'll see it in like probably a month or two months or something uh as soon as i get a little bit more officially situated because i'm still in like this this little weird spot right here uh, I, so i couldn't keep it like i couldn't keep it i couldn't keep a lid on it for like the three or four months or whatever it takes for me to like physically get the visa and, and move over there. Um, so I think CCB dopamine was like really cool about it. He was like, yeah, there's, you're, you're going to like go through weird withdrawals. You're going to start shaking. People are going to notice that you're not like all over the place. So just go ahead and tell people, just, just do it. Uh, I want you to do it. You have to do it. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. So I made like this 
little janky Twitter post. And I was like, so it was a cute Twitter mortified. post. It was a good one, actually. I liked it a lot. I was, I was so yeah. mortified when I hit post. I was like, oh no, they're going to be like, oh, CCPPL, like, oh, they're, they're, they're just going <laughs> to ruin the game. Like, oh, I was like, oh no, they're going to say the worst shit. Uh, but everyone was like really nice about it. So I was like, some of the things that were like really made me smile. So I was really happy about it. I mean, so I was I was just about to say um, it is kind of it is kind of weird that everyone. Oh, when I say everyone, obviously I'm generalizing, but most people see you as like a really good guy. But then the group you're in, PL, is generally seen as like the bad guys. Which is like, uh, you know, maybe that amplified you being a good guy uh, even more, right? You stick out even more. So, uh, yeah. And then about the industry changes, you actually linked a video from uh, Bjorn uh, explaining the industry changes. And then now Bjorn is not an industry guy, but he got into some stuff not too long ago. So he, he built some stuff, for example, the, um, the Zabby boys and stuff. Um, I haven't seen it, but uh, you said it was like kind of funny. He was explaining it. And that's the kind yeah, of stuff a, you have to watch as a drop now, yeah? Yeah, it was a clip that he actually posted today, or, and it was like from his stream today, and someone was like, "I link it." I don't even the link around. I was like, "This is." I think it was this in is Discord. The yeah, there you go. Yeah, I linked it. And I haven't actually seen it, but it's beyond. It must be. It's probably quite what funny. I want to do it right now. Yeah, so that's that's what I do day to day. Is I just <laughs> idle in Twitch chat and uh, find clips. No, yeah. I mean, but... watch, yeah, watch, uh, read social media shit posts. It's like that's what I need to do. It's the dream. It, it actually is the dream. I mean, uh, I, did, I did also skip over a whole bunch of other stuff that we kind of do. Those I talked about sort of the larger things, but you know, just we we run contests for the community. You know, um, for like the recent the, the time trials contest that we ran with the GP, uh, Federation Grand Prix, which was a bit of fun. Uh, simple things like that. A player is um, uh, a player wants to mail us his copy of Eve Source, and hey, can you get everyone in the office to sign this? You know, like just little things like that. As part, a little bit, you know, wish fulfillment in there as well. Um, unfortunately, also sometimes we're often the first point of contact for people who are having some sort of distress in the community. Um, uh, whether it's like they're suffering some sort of form of harassment or someone's made some threats of, of self-harm in game it's not uncommon to sort of like get a notification at like you know one in the morning or something from someone desperately trying to get a hold of you and so you sort of have to get up out of bed and and you know um, get things channeled off to the gms and things like that we also handle all the publishing on the eve online website and the, the stuff that shows up in the launcher so you know all of the news items and dev blogs and things that you read every day like the community team is the final stop for those after it comes down the production line and we're responsible for scheduling and posting that and that means we have to pull in all the various stuff from you know the dev blog materials the art assets that accompany it and anything that has to go in there other people prepare these things obviously but we kind of have to consolidate it uh, the various localizations every article that we post now is localized in in five, six languages or something like that in addition to English. So, And that has to be replicated on Steam as well. So that there's a lot of work that's involved with that. Um, and, uh, oh, there was one other thing on the... All those little things that yeah, like, people like, might not even think about. Yeah, right? yeah there's actually, there's a ton, just a ton of just regular admin, you know, just like day-to-day -day making sausages sort of stuff, which I'm not complaining about, you know, it's, and we kind of 
share the load amongst ourselves and take turns doing different things, which is great because it keeps things kind of fresh and makes sure we, we always know the left hand always knows what the right hand is doing as much as possible. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we mentioned the industry report that uh, uh, Swift made before. We actually have a regular, this is probably slightly one of the bigger jobs too, we have a regular fortnightly um, community sentiment meeting with like, you know, the, the top CCP leadership, like Hilmar, the executive producer of the game, you know, the uh, VP of marketing, you know, the, the, you know, the absolute sort of like the C-level of CCP. And we sit down every two weeks for 45 minutes and we go over every single major beat for the last two weeks, every announcement that we made, uh, every, you know, like if there was a keep star fight that involved 5,000 players, you know, whatever the players were reacting to and talking about in the community, the community team pulls all that intelligence the same way that um, uh, Swift did for the industry report. We distill it. We try and give our most fair uh, assessment of how people feel about that generally. And then we uh, provide a bunch of examples uh, full from the, the data of the community uh, of players expressing that position. And then when we sit down, we walk the leadership through this, the conversations that fork out of that, like, why, why are people unhappy with this thing? You know, what they'll have a comp, they'll consult with us and talk amongst themselves and identify these problems. And often we come away from those meetings with directives as like, okay, we need to fix this. An example for it is um, when the, uh, the jump, new jump tunnel animations first went in. Do you remember that? And there was an issue where you would do a gate jump and the animation would still be playing, even though you had already appeared in local on the other side for eight mm -hmm. seconds. And didn't have, and you burned eight seconds of your your gate cloak. That was such a small innocuous thing, but obviously, well, seemingly small innocuous thing, but the actual impact of that on, on core gameplay was significant, and people like lost their shit, and rightfully so. <laughs> so it's the community team then that is like ringing the alarm bell and saying, "Hey, look, this this isn't this isn't good. We need to do something about this." They get together. They they go okay, pull it. We'll put it back in the workshop, and it, it came out like uh, came back out um, uh, a few months later. And now I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's basically the same sort of uh, delay as there was before. My only regret is that uh, we didn't pick that up. You know, uh, we didn't. None of us who were testing it actually stopped and noticed and went, "Huh, kind of been in local for a while before I got control of my ship back." But unfortunately. The mass testing and brain power of the 300 nerds at CCP is going to be nothing compared to the 300,000 nerds that are going to be picking apart everything we do. That really yeah. want those eight seconds of uh, invulnerability timer. Definitely. Like if you're about to tackle something juicy on the other side. Eight seconds is a long time. That's a long yeah. time. Yeah. A yeah, jump freighter just taking the gate in front of you and you jump after him and you have to wait an extra eight seconds. It, just imagine. <laughs> They're already in work by then. Yeah, or there's a rattlesnake at a belt, and you're like, you want to jump in, and you're just going to shotgun, you know, or not about a night anon, you want to jump in and shotgun, but you have to sit there for an extra eight seconds that he has to go, oh, a few nerds in local, I might just walk back to my Keepstar and tether up. Yeah, eight seconds is a long time. It's also a long time when you jump into a freaking gate camp. And you're sitting yeah. there burning down your gate cloak and you're like, fuck, what am I going to do? And they're already and, ready for you. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, all right, I'm going to like, uh, you know, you're watching where they're orbit. They know you're there. They're orbiting. You're like, oh, all right, okay. If I just wait till the sla that slasher passes and then I burn and hit cloak, I might get out of here. And sometimes you need every single last second to, to pull that move off. So if you decloak eight seconds sooner than you would have otherwise, that's, that's the end of your day. That is very true, yeah.
And I uh I was so okay. So me and Panda were talking about this earlier. Um CCP Swift. Is your name based off of Taylor Swift? One gajillion percent, yeah. Okay. You, you know what? So <laughs> I Panda wrote... was like, of course it is. And I was like, but what if it's not? And we're like, well, we know that it is. So I wrote down that question and I was like, CCP convict? That makes sense. He's from Australia. Uh, and uh, it's kind of like an, a little bit of a... Like, if you don't know, like it might not be, make any sense. But And I was like, but CCP Swift... And I was like, why am I even asking? His avatar on Discord is actually Taylor Swift. <laughs> so, like, yeah. But, yeah, so. so given. Hmm? It's So it's weird, right? You, I don't know. If, I'm sure you guys, maybe I'm just weird. Um, but when I started playing EVE and when I was playing EVE, whenever there's, there's like a boring op or something like that, especially in a smaller group, eventually the question of like, what would your CCP name be, like, hmm. comes up. And you're like, oh, I come up with all these like really cool like bangers and, and like these really witty ones. Um, and then you like you get this letter, like what you get this email, like, OK, what do you want your name to be? And you're like, oh, shit, I have to pick something. So you're like you try and go through all the funny names that you think you had. And like, shit, someone's going to have to like say this out loud somewhere. What like, other oh. ones did you think about? I Like, I really want to know. Yeah. Give us a list. Some good ones. So both of you. One of my, the one that I thought for sure I was going to choose um, for a while. I had like a, an earnest slash snarky comment that I'd give people, which is all you can do is your own personal best, which I would sometimes deliver when they did a great job. And sometimes I'd deliver when they did a horrible job. So people would interpret that in different ways. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to make my name personal best. So when they say it real fast, it'll sound like personal best. Uh, but no, it's not going to be like written personal best, but it's going to be cool. That's horrible. Like, yeah, it was horrible. Dude. But in my head, it was like the perfect one. I was like, I oh, so yeah. Great. And then, and then like literally the first person I talked to, they're like, yeah, that's awful. It kind of sounds like urine too in the beginning. You want people just to shorten it to CCP urine? Like, what, what are you going for here? <laughs> Let me just go with like the tried and true um uh taylor swift meme that i that i adopted like 10 years ago anyways what is, is the meme just that you like taylor swift i just like taylor swift's music it's great um all right the the story actually i uh, it's a bit of a, a tangent but i'll do it anyways i Go ran ahead. for csm5 as a player i was a nobody in pl i was a nobody in the game um at like well not to say that I'm a And then you said I wasn't you're actually Taylor Swift in real life and everyone voted <laughs> you in. <laughs> so I started like I was I was so mad that I lost CSM fifteen because I, I or CSM five because I thought it was like a hot shit candidate for I was like there's no FCs on CSM five. They need an FC, they need someone that like has I have the most kills of anyone on there, and I was like super angsty about it. Um and so I was like, okay, what can I do to like increase my personal brand? Um, which, which sounds obnoxious, but I just needed to gain a little bit of notoriety. <laughs> CCP. So, and then Taylor Swift came to your mind. Yeah. yeah. Like, what can so, I do to gain, so, like, hmm, Taylor Swift? This is a good idea. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start writing battle reports, right? Um, and, you know, to, to make my, battles, my uh, battle reports really stand out, I'm going to include, like, a picture of Taylor Swift that's, like, somehow relevant. 
Um, and there was no one around in my friend group or social circle in Eve that was like, hey, that might be a shitty idea, dude. Like, just just read the battle report and keep Taylor Swift out of it. So I just like slammed it on there. Um, and like at the time, no one was really doing battle reports all that much. But there was like really sought after. It was just like that era of Eve. Uh, so I became known as like, the Taylor Swift enthusiast. And this is before she was like, like really huge. She was still huge. Right. But she was not like giga huge. Um, so for <laughs> Eve players, you made her huge. I'm sure yeah, exactly. that's I what made, happened. I made her. Huge You're welcome, Eve, Taylor. I'm sure. At least ran off bump. Yeah. I gave her the, the nod to, to get the, 27 to 35 year old spaceship demographic like really in there uh, so yeah that's where it came from and then i noticed that if you googled my name if you googled elise randolph the first like three like things would all be taylor swift pictures uh so i was like yeah let's just keep it, let's just keep it going I, I like it and i unironically like her music um she just dropped a, a new album she remastered one of her uh older albums and that came out last night so i've been like jamming to it all morning as well mm. wasn't there also an ai song like uh, an ai actually recreated a song from 10 hours actually or was that someone else mm. i might have been actually i might have been actually some, some other Pellion is a character who is in uh pl and before that she was in test people might know her for doing eve parody songs Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. She actually like did a, a Taylor Swift Eve parody, uh, parody song for me, and it was it's it's actually on my Spotify as well. It, like I can't get it on my phone, but it it like does come up on my uh, my playlist every once in a while, and it's great. Oh, was it just for you, or is it like? like I mean, everyone can can uh, listen right. to it, but like I helped her with the lyrics, and she was like saying it. I was like, oh, this is cool. I, I didn't think anyone would do that, but she's a she's an Eve parody enthusiast so convict what about your ccp names i want to me it felt like there was a bit of a tradition for australians at ccp to pick something australian to go with them like there we had like ccp drop bear back in the day ccp nullarbor which was referenced to nullarbor plain west australia where cameron was from um ccp larrikin the only person who kind of screwed it up was CCP uh, Logic Bro, but uh, he uh, he came from the dust community anyway, so he didn't know any better at such. Um, I, have to, I have no idea what any of those Australian things are that you just said, by the way. Well, so you guys are doing great. <laughs> They're very great. And uh, there was one other escapes me. Oh yeah, CCP bartender, who despite apparently what was the relationship with bartender is pretty much that uh, all of the he was he was in goons and uh, all of his um, all of his court mates. Uh, all his British courtmates said the only time we ever meet Australians over here are their bartenders. So I think he, he chose that name. Um, but no, I ended up going with CCP Convict for the same reason, just like the Australian flavour. And again, it's something that the Brits love to use as like a, a, a you know, a well-intentioned jab at Australians calling us convicts and things like that. So I thought I'll adopt the Tyrion Lannister approach and just like, you know, you know, where they were and they'll never be able to hurt you sort of thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the only other things I considered were all like geographical names sort of related to where I was from in Australia, like CCP Kakadu, CCP Arnhem, you know, those kinds of things. All right, all right. 
Miranda, what would be what would be uh, your CCP name? Go ahead. I don't know. I just know what yours would be, but <laughs> I never thought about my own. <laughs> I, I have I have answered that question before. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? I I, I missed it. No, I'm I'm a massive Tool fan, so we keep it at like music, right? Mm -hmm. So for those who don't know, Tool is a uh, rock rock band. Sick band. Yeah, CCP Jambi. I think it has a has a good ring to it. it sounds great. CCP what? Jambi. That's the, that's a song. I don't get the, reference, the tool reference in that. So, it's a tool song. Okay, what album? Hmm. What's Sorry? the album? That's uh, that should be on Ten Thousand Days. I'm pretty sure. I was gonna say because I haven't really listened to much after Letter Hours. Oh what? Yeah, yeah, I know. Kind of like I, I at some point I switched out of my like my my metal rock sort of like phase and went full um, synthwave. Oh just man! Like, but ten thousand. Yeah. So Jambi is my best. favorite song. So you should definitely right. listen to it. All right, I'll give it a spin. It's the best album. Yeah, yeah, but it was massively into Tool. It's it's a. I mean, there's a poster right here. It's a Tool poster actually. Signed oh, right. by the band. Signed by the band. Sent to, sent to me by Miranda. Miranda. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about, what about CCP Mando? Well, okay. So what I was actually, I remembered one time. Would I think Star I was. Reference? Yeah, I get this. It's funny. No, no, no. I'm saying, would your name be a Star Wars reference? No, 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 no. Okay. So what I was thinking was, um, I remember talking to Deadlift a while ago, and I think it was either Deadlift or Ice Cream. I can't remember. Um, but I said that if I was a CCP dev, it would be a CCP ristretto for like coffee. Right. Yeah, which we established before coming on tonight was your jam. Oh. Yeah, so that would probably be it. It's not very exciting. <laughs> there's no deep, there's no deep meaning in ristretto. I've not, I've, I don't even know what that is. That's how far yeah. away from coffee I am. Yeah, you're very far removed from coffee. And maybe one day. TCP Kikimora. All right, January. That's too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> what if they get nerfed? And then I have to find the next yeah. thing? And then, yeah, you know. CCP Boucher. CCP Bushy Boy, yeah. <laughs> CCP Paradox has recommended CCP Barista for you, Miranda, so that we would have a barista and a bartender. I like it. Yeah. That sounds really I good. I actually also used to be a bartender before I joined the army. So, uh, Kenny, I would say CCP Snatched would probably a little bit too not much. Be the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, but hey, so you have a lot of colleagues that have CCP names too. Like, who got the coolest name? Actually, you got anyone? Who got the best CCP name? That you know. Oh, see that 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 feels to me like one of those questions where you would like ask me on a different day and you'll get a different answer every time, kind of thing. Um, That's fine. Just like today. Well, for, <laughs> it, it sort of comes to mind because there's some kind of cool names, there are funny names, uh, you know, like really groovy personal names. It should be both, right? Yeah, I suppose. Well, I mean, like CCP Chimichanga's got a pretty funny name. I was gonna say, is like, that for I Deadpool or is it just Mexican food? Sorry. Is that about Deadpool or is it just like he likes Mexican food? I'm not actually sure which which it sort of like leans towards the reference. I just thought it was a really cool name. Well, there's a little bit of like a mystical part in it then. Makes it even cooler. It is Deadpool. Um, and, 
struggling to think. I mean, oh, damn, it's, it's, this is harder than, than you think. CCP Mirage is a pretty dope name. The guy who uh, hosts the Pulse. That is, yeah. Oh, what do you? I think. I think I like CCP ice cream just because it's just like so ice simple. cream is such like a like a nice little like whimsical thing. Yeah. And then just the fact that he's always posting pictures of himself with ice cream yeah. just makes it so much better. He has a cool story about how he came up with that name too, but that's for him to tell one day on the show maybe. I'll have to ask him, yeah. I think he made it too easy for himself. He's like, hmm, how to not, like nobody can hate me if I just call myself ice cream, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> and it, Aaron says it fits his personality and like it really does. Like it, it matches pretty well because he's just kind of like a bubbly dude. He's super positive all the time. He's a happy-go-lucky guy. So if we if we ask that question, we also have to ask the uh, the hard one. Like who got the worst name? Like there must be one name that's really bad, right? Come on. Um... So I think the worst name, I'll, I'll, I'll say the worst name because I don't think, well, I know for All sure right. it doesn't work there anymore, right? But the worst name ever um, was someone who I actually really like. Uh, his He chose a CCP name based on a shitty meme. Oh, I know um, who you meant to say. <laughs> and it was CCP Dolan. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Dolan Duck thing. Worst CCP name ever. And his player character name was Michael Bolton the third. So yeah. his player character was also awful at the same time. He just what? was bad at names, dude. He, he was at least he was consistent, you know. Yeah, guaranteed. Another thing on my list, um, and I think that's probably the community team is very involved in that one. It's the three v three destroyer stuff. Um, so we had at the beginning when you guys first brought in um what's it called um the filaments the um proving the proving grounds correct yes. so when like the very first proving ground was like 2v2 destroyers uh 2v2 cruisers sorry and um, everyone was paired up with like a ccp dev like all the content creators and stuff and it was like uh good fun um I know. Miranda, don't even say it. I know. You and Deadlift, you won every we match. We won all of our matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and now, um, tomorrow at 1800, I believe, uh, it's going to be like similar, and we're going to do 3v3 destroyers. Um, and it has like certain bonuses because it's Goristas, right? So, it's kinetic and thermal. Is it damage in general or just missile damage? It's just missile damage, a bonus to kinetic and ten percent. I think ten percent bonus to kinetic and thermal missile damage. It was in today's uh, uh, news item. But yes, because it's the hunt is on at the moment. Right? Themed live event. The proving ground. This proving grounds event is sort of like flavored by that a little bit. Sorry, what was that? And then drone damage too, right? No, drone damage is not a part of this. Oh, it's not. It's only missiles. All right. There was a hobo leak several weeks ago, uh, which indicated that drone damage was part of uh, one of the bonuses. But well, you tricked them. That got changed. Well, it got changed. So, just a lesson to never necessarily always believe uh, what you see in hobo leaks. <laughs> it's final. Um. So, like, are you guys both going to be on a team? Uh, and like, what team are you going to be on? Well, I'm going. I'm going to be flying around with um, Jebby. Uh, you know, Evelog, okay. So that yeah, that'll be fun. And I think uh, because it's a three v three, so basically the format is like one dev, 
and one sort of streamer and one stream is like a BFF, like a, a viewer or a space friend or whoever they want to invite. I think our third is going to be TikTok. And Jamie so just hosted, by the way. What a timing. But Aww. at least just you missed you missed you missed the sixty nine by one viewer though, Debbie. It's kind of disappointing. <laughs> gotta say. Not nice. No, almost nice, almost. But yeah, so it'll be me. So me and Debbie. And do you want to talk about your partner, Swift? Yeah, I'll be with uh, Rain Chocolate or Chocolate Rain. Rain Chocolate. Uh, yeah, I, also I, yeah, you guys are all space friends. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure who our, our plus one is. She was asking me like some uh, potential ones, but I'm not sure who she. Uh, who she ended up on or ended up with. Uh, so that's going to be good. I hope, I hope I can get carried because I'm like super E rusty, um, but it's going to be incredibly dope. I just dropped uh, a, a link about the event in the, in the, the channel there. Uh, the other teams are CCP Fozzy and Suetonia, CCP Paragon, who did an amazing job of FCing our Friendship Week Nightmare fleet just the other weekend. He's teaming up with uh, Oris Posalis. Um, uh, yes, Rain and CCP Swift. One Crazy Monkey and CCP Ice Cream. That'll be a fun uh, matchup. Pan oh, you talk about it, Pando, but uh, Torvald Urus will be te uh, teaming up with uh, CCP Trash Panda. And uh, Amelia Dusk Space, also known as the Grey Bill, will be teaming up with CCP Aurora. And that's from 1800 tomorrow. Uh, and each of them will be, each, each streamer will be with their team hitting the Proving Grounds up at the same time. So if you want to come and watch your favorite streamer during that period, go for it. Or if you want to grab a couple of space friends and do the Proving Grounds yourself from 1800 tomorrow, you've got a really, really good chance of running into some of us there um, and taking home some kill mails. So um, yeah, either watch us or come and fight us. Yeah, Miranda and I will be uh, teaming up with uh, CCP Signal, actually. Uh, Wait. What? First you've heard I'm of on your team. Am I on your <laughs> team? Yeah. Oh. Did oh did you think you weren't? <laughs> I thought I was, you had someone else for me. <laughs> I you know what? I we did talk about that. I was like, you wanna you wanna join in or you wanna just like hang out on stream or like I didn't remember what we decided. Okay, I'll be there guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Uh so it's gonna be Signal me and Miranda. Or maybe like the guy on the list uh first, um when you weren't decided, uh, I thought maybe I'm going to Yeah, not that CCP I wasn't Rise. first on the list, everyone. You you were first on the list, but, you know, CCP Rise was an option if he was uh, uh, around, but... Um, Unfortunately, think... he just couldn't make this one. Neither could deadlift. There was a few other, you know, like I threw a big wide net out and just sort of see which fish I pulled in. Um, so what do you guys think? Maybe maybe Elise or oh, Swift has a, a good idea. Like, what's the meta going to be? I mean, there's a missile bonus involved, right? And this is the FC chat, after all. So that is true. what's the meta going to be? What do you so think? So the last uh, the last Destroyer one, the Dragoon and the Sunesis kind of like reign supreme, depending on uh, which one you were in. It was a, it was a completely different format. It was the uh, free-for-all, right? So you go in, and then there's just like five dudes in Destroyers, and you're like, oh, shit. Um, and you try to to survive. So if they didn't kill the dragoons early on, the dragoons could like tank really hard and just will their way to victory. Um, and same with the Sunesis could just like kite around <laughs> and just wait for the last guy to show up and then just kill him. Um, I, I do think the the drone boats are probably going to be quite strong, especially because you could skew uh, hardeners. I I think dragoons are also going to be really strong. Um, 
But who knows? Although I know some of the teams are going to be like taking uh, the Tau War and like, I think AP will probably like do a really good job with the Tau War or not the Tau War, the Thrasher and make everyone be like, oh, the Thrasher's so easy. I can do this. Because um, that team is going to be giga stacked with like talented people. Yeah, you know what? Like I made three fits so far uh, and one of them is a little crazy. So the first one is obviously a Kaidi Talwar. I think that's pretty obvious that people will try those. Um, and uh, if you if you put some dams on there, I think you have a solid chance. But at the same time, drone boards, they're kind of scary. They'll catch you, right? You're not that fast. Um, but then, you know what I thought about too was, obviously the remote rap uh, Dragoons, it's going to be a thing. People will try those and they will be strong. Um, but the crazy thing I thought about was actually a firewall calm fit. So you have a calm run and you just firewall all the missiles. It's, it's not that hard. Right? I'm kind of giving it away here. You know, maybe we're changing the meta right now. Or, or you're just massively trying to like, you know, metagame anyone else who's listening to this. Maybe, maybe it's a lie. Yeah, maybe it's a lie. But I was thinking, you know, if you firewall those missiles, I'm just saying it right now for those who are not experienced with firewalling stuff. Uh, range is key. So you have to go factions, really. You can't just bring, take two, take two um, smart bombs. I'm just going to cut it. Right? It's just too short because you need to. You need the time to actually work on those missiles. right? And then drone boats, which are going to be very much uh, in there, they're going to have trouble killing you too. And you can run a, a lot of smart bombs. You'd be surprised how many small smart bombs you can run stable on uh, a comb and stuff like this. So I'm going to try that. To be quite honest, though, I don't think it's going to work too well. But just for the memes, I will try it. Because someone has to do something else than Dragoons and Talwas, right? So there's a, there's an interesting wrinkle, which I think people probably didn't pick up on. Um, I didn't until CCP Fozzy told me it uh, earlier today. Because there's some CCPers that were doing it on their player accounts uh, this afternoon, going into 3v3s. But you're restricted to one um, ship type per... Like you can't take more than one ship type, um, so you, oh, you can't can take, only like, take three dragoons. You have to take one of each, or they oh, all right, have to be right. different. I should say. I, I'm really bad at explaining. Yeah. But they all have to be different. Oh, so I you can't know. just take um, three thrashers or, or three cormorants or stuff like that. You have to pick one of each. Right. Um, so far, I've seen a lot of people do the dragoon algo sunesis as just like the kiting drone, yeah. drone jerks, um, but. It's hilarious because some of the, the tactics you can use uh, because of the boundary is a little bit more forgiving. You can actually boundary violate yourself, which does like, just like if you're in the abyss, it does like um, some damage. damage. Uh, and the further you go out, the more damage it goes. It, it, it's exponential. But you can like purposely boundary so the drones or get close to the boundary. So the drones, which or you, then boundary it. themselves and they take the damage. Mm. Uh, so that's one of the, the cool, like next level cool kid strats. <laughs> so I don't know what people are going to end up on, um, but I'm like super stoked. I hope I hope I don't like just lose all my matches. <laughs> yeah, I want to win at least one. Well, I'm so <laughs> when me and Panda were originally talking about whether or not I was going to do it, like I felt like, you know, like you were saying, at least like I was going to be like the worst person in the group and I was just going to drag them down. <laughs> Like, I don't want to be responsible for that. <laughs> no. I think you'll do fine. 
I think destroyers. You've you've flown uh, way more challenging stuff than destroyers, right? So I'm pretty sure you'll do just fine. Even though it's not your role usually. Usually you're a logic pilot, right? So it's gonna be a little uh, different than what you usually usually fly. We'll see. <laughs> I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> but yeah. Um do you guys have any uh like stuff that we missed or you wanna add to um to anything? Or like the guys on stream, if you have a really good question, now's the time, because we are like running close to uh, to the end. Sorry, Swift, I think we didn't hear you. What do you say? Oh, no, I, I just looked at the clock and said, oh, shit, it is pretty late. Um, yeah, like the time is absolutely fine. I'm, I'm still good to like, answer questions and stuff that I'm not done. Let's see if, if there's any, any good ones. Yeah. I think the coffee has given, uh, given me all the extra motivation that I need. Someone did <laughs> ask a question I saw before in Twitch chat and highlighted it as well, but it was so long ago now, I can't actually scroll up, scroll up to see what it was. Let's see if I can. I always feel bad because I'm still uh, right. four hours behind everyone in the in the Iceland's or in Iceland. So like it'll be like six or seven o'clock my time, and I'll be like, "Oh shit, I got a question. Let me just message these guys." I'm like, "Oh shit, I just like messaged them at like midnight," uh, and then Duh. they'll respond. And I'll be like, "Dude, what are you doing? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, enjoy your life. Like, what's what's?" Yeah, no, it's pretty much just like if, you, if you're at your computer, if you're waiting, you, you've got a window with like. CCP Slack on it, and like, bing, oh, what do we got here? So people are pretty much available all the time. CCP Paradox wants to know, CCP Swift, if you like licorice. I do. I actually like black licorice. I am the only, <laughs> like, I'm the only person I know who is I like not, it like, Icelandic or, <laughs> What's or wrong in some capacity that, the, that likes the, the black gummy bears. So whenever I'm, like, whenever it's Easter with, like, my family or something like that, They'll all pick out like all but the black ones, and like I'll just have this bowl of black uh, jelly beans. I'll be like, "Yeah, this that's is good." Though you want you want your bestie or your significant other or whatever to like the stuff that you don't like, so that like you know, so if like uh, if if one of you likes hard cheese and the other one likes soft cheese, and it like uh, I like all cheese. Comes out, it's like there's no one's gonna be fighting over the cheese, you know. Like everyone's got their own jam. Same with the you know the black licorice or the black smarties or the black jelly babies or, or whatever it is that normally make people gag. It's like if there's someone there that hoovers them up, then everyone's happy. You find the person yeah. that likes the pizza and the person that likes the crust, and then and then they get married, and it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to licorice, um, I think um, there's like the soft stuff. Like I don't like that at all. But if like the the little bit more like the harder stuff, I don't know if you guys have like Katya's over there. I'm not sure if that's a brand you guys have. But there's like those are like super small, but like they're fairly hard. So you have like something to chew on. It's not like a like whatever. Are so those if you like liquid No, they're actually little ah. cats. Huh. Sounds a little bit like the Opal. Opal or Opal, whatever licorice that they have here in Iceland. Um, mm. which is like in these like dense can be come in these like dense tiny little black balls which are like so hard to choose right now like, yeah they're they're uh they're a treat i, I got them uh, in the airport once during a csm visit i was like let me bring candy back like i explained a candy back for my american friends i got this little carton of oval and it's just there are these like hard yet chewy black licorice uh and i like ate half of them on the plane 
And people were like, oh, did you like throw half these out? I was like, no, they're kind of good. <laughs> is licorice flavor actually based off, based off of something or is it just licorice? I'm going to Google uh, this after the it's show. It's anise, actually. right? It's what? Uh, it's a it's a spice. I have no idea, actually. It's a root, someone says. Based off the essence of evil, yes, definitely. There you go. <laughs> Are you talking about Vegemite now? Are we still in the crush? Vegemite and Crush Dreams. Yeah. Um, all right. I would say we covered all of it. And uh, unless there's like a super great question popping up right this second, I would say um, thanks for coming on. I very much enjoyed it. I hope the guys on stream enjoyed it too. And uh, keep uh, keep the good work up. And uh, more perks for streamers, please. Yeah. Thanks again. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Actually, there is a... There's a what, oh. I won't say what it is yet, but there is a potentially cool thing uh, stream-wise coming up in terms of uh, helping to promote uh, streams in particular. So just we'll let you know. Oh, nice. Oh, wait a second. And now yeah. we're going to end up not doing it. I'm going to look like a complete arsehole. Can I, can I take a guess? Uh, as long as I can just sort of like do, give you the... That's what I do. All right. But I'm going to guess it's like streamer like drops, mm. which will... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Then I would say, see you guys all on the next one. And, Is there a code? Uh, there's going to be a code, yeah, from the parlor program at the end. I'm having, to buy these, I'm having to buy these off the market. They cost like, me like a bill of pop. Because oh, yeah. I'm never fast enough to get your code. You know what? I um, gave out all the first ones, was, which was Asteros. And then I saved one of all the other ones. Because I thought, like, maybe at the end I can just give out, like, a bundle of all the skins. That would be kind of cool. That would be nuts, yeah. But, like, I don't have an Astero skin anymore, so I might actually at some point have to buy one of those to actually be able to give out a bundle. But, you know, whatever. What, like, I'd do, like, I do anything for the guys here, right? So, uh, whoever's the lucky guy, or the fastest, there you go. There's the, there's the code. Type it in. Uh, and if you want to wear, it's right here. There you go. All right. Bye.